On this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast. We think this is getting to be over with. Britain has dropped all of their COVID restrictions. I think things are, I think the people are finally fed up enough. They're just like, you know, yes, we're sick. We get over it. Let's move on and Mm -hmm. let's just do some things. And so as an older person, you may get the clearance to or want to get out and go do stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a few things you need to think about. Okay. Today's episode is to help you think about those things and do this safely. Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal, and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life, real-time issues, and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging. That is right. This is the Answers on Aging podcast, and I am very thankful for everyone who is listening. We're getting a lot of listeners lately. It's the the downloads have gone up significantly, and I appreciate that. And thankfully, I am here with my co-host, Sarah Scott. Hey, Todd Watley, and welcome everyone to the Answers on Aging podcast. And we are just so excited and thankful about all of the growth that y'all are helping us achieve by sharing all the information that we provide to you each week with others in order to improve their lives as they age. And so today... We are going to be talking about and helping answer the question, basically, how do I reintegrate into the community or life as I knew it as normal after this pandemic? And so hopefully, 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 we have um, seen the worst of hospitalizations and quarantines and shutdowns and all that crap. Yeah. Just crap that we've experienced. And so we did draw off of an article. Um, the title is called Tips for Older Adults to Regain Their Game After Being Cooped Up for More Than a Year, um, which absolutely applies to what we're going through in this pandemic. But it could also apply to other situations like a long illness or, you know, recouping after a major surgery Mm -hmm. that makes you cooped up for a while um, in order to make sure that whenever you do reintegrate into regular life as you knew it, um, that it's set up for success and you have the best tools and measures in place to keep you going. Yeah, I didn't just now notice this article was written in May of 2021. Mm -hmm. And so it's been two years. I mean, we just did a, a in-person event yesterday that I did every Thursday, every third Thursday for years. And it quit during COVID and Mm -hmm. we just got to do it again yesterday. So I, we think this is getting to be over with. Britain has dropped all of their COVID restrictions. I think things are, I think the people are finally fed up enough. They're just like, you know, 
yes, we're sick. We get over it. Let's move on and mm-hmm. let's just do some things. And so as an older person, you may get the clearance to or want to get out and go do stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a few things you need to think about. Okay. Oh, for sure. Today's episode is to help you think about those things and mm-hmm. do this safely because the article talked about a lady decided she she wanted to go uptown. She lived in New York and she just left the house, hopped on the the subway and got extremely fatigued and could almost mm-hmm. not get back home. And so, yeah, it's something you need to think about. And there's just some physical and some mental things you need to be aware of before, you know, heading back out. Absolutely. So one of the very <clears throat> first things as you start to be reintroduced into your what used to be normal is to reconnect with your physician okay and this is not only your primary care physician a lot of people we have seen have delayed getting their vision checkups and their hearing checkups or their dentist checkups so be sure that you have scheduled appointments with those physicians in order to reconnect with them after this delay of being cooped up in the house so that you are on your tip-top game when it comes to your vision, your hearing, your dental. You want to make sure you can see and hear every yummy bite and properly (laughs) chew that first restaurant meal. Okay, So get all those senses checked out um, and make sure that you are in good communication with your providers, whether that's your primary care physician or your eye or even skin doctor. Yeah. Don't forget the dermatologist. Don't forget the dermatologist. Yeah. And I think what most people don't under, you know, may find surprising is that your primary care doctor can and should assess your functioning. Okay. Mm. Should, maybe do some tests or at least ask you, you know, and this article says, are you having difficulty walking a quarter mile or climbing a flight of stairs? And if you are, and you did not have that trouble prior to COVID hitting, Medicare will pay to get you back to your prior level of function. Mm. And so that should spark your physician to, um, refer you to a physical therapist mm-hmm. who will do some testing and and some very high level things for balance and endurance and strength to help get you back up there and yeah. they they can see you for a few visits but probably give you a really good home program that will give you some things to do at home to help get you back up and going. That's right. And so while you're making sure you're going back to see all those doctors to reconnect with them, ask your primary care physician for a referral for home health services <clears throat> and um, also tap into their like nurses or case managers within the office to find out what your local options are for those types of providers. Well, yeah, and home health is good if, if you can't get out of the home, but right. I would think Outpatient. most of these people can can drive to the PT's office. But mm-hmm. just just because you can get in your car and drive and walk into a store doesn't mean that you can walk through the store. Oh my goodness! And so that's what outpatient PT is for. And I did that quite a bit of time. You know, we would see people after surgeries. They had been down and out for six weeks, and they were remarkably more 
frail and their balance was worth worse after six weeks. Just imagine two years of just yeah. sitting around the house, mm-hmm. quarantining, staying away from folks, watching TV on watching church on TV at home or your computer rather yeah. than going into a church. I mean, this all accumulates and I think you will find that you're surprised at how much function and endurance you will have lost once you start getting out there to do things. And a physical therapist primarily, you know, there are just like I am a certified elder law attorney, there are geriatric certified PTs out there. And I would suggest if you can find one close, go talk to them because they're more in tune with the aging process and they're more, shall I say, tolerant of someone who just needs to go from walking, you know, 100 feet to a quarter mile, you know, with Mm -hmm. most PTs, it's like, okay, you know, we, we want you to run three miles or whatever. So, you know, a geriatric PT will have a better understanding and more appreciation of your current situation and the goals that you're wanting to achieve. That's right. Okay. So the next <clears throat> tip is to make sure you're eating well. Okay. Um, and I know this might sound like we're beating a horse to death, but diet is incredibly important, especially when you have decreased your physical activity, mm-hmm. you have limited um, access to getting out and different stores that have closed. Um, oh my goodness. So make sure that you eat a well balanced diet and that you are taking in the, the appropriate amount of protein, um, and to find out what the suggested amount of protein is for older adults, there will be a link on our, um, show notes to this particular article with a column about how much protein older adults should consume and some tips about how to get those sources of protein. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was thinking when you brought up eating well, I was thinking, I bet there's a lot of people carrying around 10, 15, 20 extra pounds. Oh, for sure. (laughs) From COVID. And so you will be surprised at how 15 or 20 pounds will significantly decrease your endurance and things Mm -hmm. like that. So if you do want to start getting out, well, getting out will help with this also, but maybe you should eat well as in eat less and be on a diet, but don't cut your protein. I mean, this article, yeah, yeah, this article is very good about that. You don't want to start losing muscle and things Mm -hmm. like that, but Mm -hmm. you probably want to start eating less because I think we've all put on a few pounds during COVID. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Because you're my co-host. Because oh, nobody else is in the room. <laughs> okay. That's the only reason I'm looking at you. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're just going to skim past that. Okay. And so the next tip is to start reestablishing your routine. So this article says having structure to the day that involves social interactions, whether it's virtually or in person, um, and various activities, including outside in the nice weather when it's good, Mm -hmm. is super important, especially to older adults. And so routines are especially important when you are beginning to reintegrate into society Mm -hmm. so that you are on a, a 
familiar time schedule Mm -hmm. and so that it doesn't wear you out the first day you get out and start doing stuff again. You mean uh, get up and get dressed in something other than sweatpants? I'm not saying you can't wear sweatpants. (laughs) I think we should keep sweatpants. (laughs) You know, if, if COVID did one thing for us, it made sweatpants and yoga pants acceptable. That's true. You're wearing sweatpants. I'm wearing yoga pants. And I did when <laughs> when COVID hit. This is kind of a rabbit trail, but I did hear where a guy who sewed suits, you know, like at Dillard's uh-huh. or you know, wherever, he said no one's buying pants anymore. You know, no. they they would buy the the suits where you could buy the jacket and the the pants separately. Uh-huh. No one needs pants because on needs pants. a Zoom call, yeah, you just need your coat and shirt and tie, not the pants. Yeah, <laughs> so I say we start a movement <laughs> to keep sweatpants and yoga pants in the norm, even after the pandemic. If you're hmm. with me, please comment <laughs> in the section below where you write a review. Let's do this. Don't look keep below the waist. <laughs> Save the sweatpants. Save the sweatpants. Save the sweatpants. Okay. And then um, what's the next tip, Todd? You need to reconnect socially, okay? Mm -hmm. It's important, you know... you know, I would think older people through this have probably figured out a little bit about Facebook and, you know, how to, you know, be At least FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Particularly FaceTime, Zoom, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know... This article says that a University of Michigan post had 19% reported it experiencing more sadness or depression, while 28% reported being more anxious or worried. Yeah. It's a, you know, COVID has caused us to be very withdrawn, withdrawn and scared. And, you know, I may offend some. People by saying this, but you you see the person driving down the road in their car by themselves wearing a mask. Oh my gosh, it drives me crazy. And you're just like, why? It's your you own germ. It's you have that much fear. Yeah. Or so much, you know, you're putting so much of your safety in this mask mm-hmm. that you wear it. I see people walking down the sidewalk. There's no one within a hundred feet of them, and they they're have a mask on. they're wearing their mask. And so, people are scared. and And I understand. I'm not downplaying the the severity of the disease. I'm yeah. saying yes. And I would think, I think the research is somewhat skeptical now. But okay, let's just assume masks do protect you from this somewhat. And so, I do understand wearing a mask but when you're in your car by yourself yeah the level of fear and and anxiety is just incredible when someone wears a mask when they're all by themselves yeah yeah i know yesterday i had to sit in a doctor's office for two hours Mm -hmm. okay in the lobby and it was a huge lobby and there were other people around but um, I was, I had, I didn't have anybody near me within at least a 10 to 12 foot radius. Sure. So I'm reading this book and I took my mask off. Mm-hmm. And there was a gentleman who, and his daughter who sat way far away from me, but he started to take his mask off. And the daughter said, Daddy, 
you need to put your mask on. And he said, why? He goes, I live with you. Nobody's around us for like 12 or 15 feet. And he got, and he pointed to me and he said, she's doing it. <laughs> and I said, yes, sir, I am. And I hear you. I'm tired of them and mm-hmm. I'm vaccinated. I'm not... If even if I sneeze like a really big one, <laughs> you're not going to get that unless you come over here and start sniffing stuff. So, yeah, I think you're fine. And she was like, okay. So she let him keep his off, but she kept hers on. And I was just thinking, you know, bless her heart. Like, she's scared. It, she's scared. She's terrified. And I get it. And I'm not like Todd, I'm not making a lot of the mask benefits Mm -hmm. but i'm also aware of purpose and you know it's just yeah so making sure that you're reconnecting socially and not making it awkward and another thing i wanted to say about that point todd was that do you remember one of the first like social gatherings that you and i went to after the pandemic happened um, where everybody was wearing a mask, but it was so exciting just to see everybody Yeah, that we were just like hugging. And I mean, mm-hmm. it was heightened emotions mm-hmm. and, yeah. and excitement in a really good way, mm-hmm. but it was also probably kind of silly, Yeah, <laughs> you know, which who cares? Let's be silly and let's have fun. But <clears throat> yeah, just kind of maybe sticking your water and sticking your foot in the water, test the temp, Maybe have a friend or two over mm-hmm. and then expand from there and mm-hmm. reconnect socially on a smaller scale at first and then grow to bigger crowds when it's safe and yep. everything. But, yeah, it's it's interesting, but it's important to not neglect that missing part of mm-hmm. what we haven't had for the last two years. Yeah, start getting back out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of churches are opening up and doing things now and so i encourage you to you know please please do that and just even if you're in your house and you're like okay eventually i'm going to get out i'm not going to do it today or tomorrow but Mm -hmm. eventually start becoming more physically active Mm -hmm. set your alarm in the morning get up and even if it's just walking around the house if you have stairs fantastic you know go up three stairs and down three stairs and then tomorrow go up six stairs and then down six you know and Mm -hmm. just start gradually building up your your um, body physically so that when you do decide to go out it is not so difficult yeah yeah you I mean You've been building up to and looking forward to finally getting out again and seeing people and doing things. So the last thing that you want is to not be prepared and physically or mentally. So this episode today is a really good way to help you take notes about the ways to prepare physically and mentally to get back out into the open. But what's even more important is that you have realistic expectations about what's to come so just because you are chomping at the bits to get out and start doing things again a lot of other people have different opinions a lot of other people aren't comfortable taking those steps yet so don't expect the whole crew to be at the wellness center whenever you get out to go take your first class for the first time in two years Mm -hmm. don't expect that it's going to be normal again because we're not there yet. 
there are still a lot of precautions, a lot of um, rules that many businesses, organizations have in place to wear masks, to still socially distant, Mm -hmm. distance. And, um, you know, so don't think just because you're ready and you've done all these other things to prepare that it's going to be the same because we're not quite there yet, but it's up to each one of us individually to get back to normal. Yep. Good job. Mm -hmm. Good job. So I hope and pray this is on its way down. I think, you know, I think it's the new variants aren't as bad as the original one. And and I think every new variant, as I've been told, is going to become less and less of a deal. And so Mm -hmm. let's get back to it. Let's get back to life Mm -hmm. and let's get back to normal normalcy as much as we can and go out to eat and do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you all very much for listening. We're always open to comments, suggestions. Um, Thankfully, People have not been ugly, (laughs) so we are open to whatever, and we would love to hear from you, so you can just drop a note under the podcast, and we do our best to see it, and um, please share this with folks. Please tell other folks about us, and join us every single week. Yeah, and one more point I want to make for those who have been cooped up for two years, inflation. (laughs) Get Things some extra are expensive cash, out there. <laughs> get some extra cash yeah. and prepare for a significant increase in the cost of just everything mm-hmm. because it's a real thing. It's out there. So, um, you know, a dollar thirty, a dollar twenty is not going to get you a gallon of gas anymore. Nope. I'm sorry. Get some extra cash out of the vault or that mason jar you've got buried in your backyard. Yeah. All right. Thank you all very much, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy-to-find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please, let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.